Hello, welcome to Pontifax. I'm Fry. And I'm Bree, and we are not ranking the popes because we're just bringing you a little Christmas surprise. Hooray! A Christmas present of sorts. This is our Christmas present to you. And in order to do that, uh, we are going to look at Pope Christmas presents you could have gotten this year, but probably haven't because they're ridiculous. Are these things that I should buy Deacon Dad, maybe? These are things that Deacon Dad would probably love. I don't know. There, there are several things on this list that I would love. <laughs> I had so much fun looking through I mean, and picking Christmas gifts to look at. Deacon Dad collects crucifixes okay they have an entire freaky well well crucifixes like i don't know if you've watched um i don't know which one it was the uh, the conjuring one of them either one or two you walk they like walk into a room and it's entirely a wall of crucifixes and that is what my parents living room looks like i've heard that that's a thing they do down south too like it's really common I had a friend who was moving down there and they they kept sending me listings and all of the walls had like super crucifixes on them and it was really weird in all of the, the, the house listings. So I, I'm, I'm getting a visual image here and I, I'm enjoying it. You can take me there one day. I'm sure. Oh, they... yes. I will take you to their house one day. <laughs> this is what happens when we're actual friends. Well, I can say with relative assurity that there is no like traditional kind of gifts on this list. We are not talking about Pope crucifixes. We're not talking about rosaries. We're talking about things that go to a completely different level. So, I mean, I'll get you started right off because I have sent you some links for you to open so you can go ahead and open the first one. You could give someone for Christmas Pope Soap on a Rope. Pope Soap. Oh, it looks like it's... It's JP too. Yeah, but I don't know what's up with his nose. Someone did not cast that <laughs> nose at all. Maybe he's been used once or twice. I mean, you're gonna rub that Pope on your body. I, well, the way he is shaped could be used for other things. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going there early, but yes, yes, it could. Now, I have a story about Pope soap on a rope. Um, with the, with the previous Pope, or not Benedict, with, with JP2, um, there was a time where he came to my hometown, which, 20 something years ago would have been like a, a very very small town so it was really weird that he was coming to this city and apparently everyone was so excited and pope soap on a rope was the hottest commodity you could have so when people went there and this was like 30 plus years ago or whatever so when they went to meet pope jp2 in this small british columbian town everyone brought their pope soap on a rope and it was ridiculous well, I know that they sell some at Spencer's, but it's not nearly that quality. This is a really nice one. I would love this for my office. So this is the first gift on here that I'm like, yes, this looks perfect for the Pontifex studio. Why would it smell like frankincense? It's probably frankincense. We are going to ask that question about scents a little bit later <laughs> on, I promise. So this next gift I have to show you is the Pope Rubber Duck. Again, it's JP2. Uh, no, that is not even a duck. That is a Howard the Duck with a Pope outfit on, and I dislike it. It's really creepy, isn't it? It's so bad. I love that it is a human with a beak. It's not just, you know, they haven't committed to the duck aesthetic. I, I thought it was going to be one of those fat round ducks with like maybe a Pope hat. No, 
when I was in Florence for our wedding, there was actually right near the Ponte Vecchio, there is a rubber duck store. And that is all they sell. And I went in so excited to find a Pope duck. And they did have that kind of traditional looking rubber duck. And they had a Pope version, except it looked a lot more like a bishop. So I was like, mm, this doesn't work for me. So this one's definitely supposed to be the Pope. And that's why I show you this one. It's very terrifying. And we will post links with the show notes, by the way. So if any, if you want to have ideas for gifts or you want to look at what we're reacting to, they will be there for you. So number three, if you have a little one, you'd like to shower with the joy of Popeness this time of year. Here's a baby onesie with Pope Francis, and it says, the Pope is my homeboy. Ah, uh, yes. That is definitely Francis. It's a happy Francis. I would put this on my baby if I had a baby. 100%. You could put it on your dog. Oh, yeah. No, he would hate every moment of that. Oh, I know he would, but he is the correct size. All of his fluffy butt would not fit in that. It is not something that a corgi would be involved in. Moving on, this is another one that is right up my alley. How about a life-size Pope Francis cutout? Give him the thumbs up for you and all your friends. Oh yeah, that needs to go in your studio. Oh, I would just be so tremendously overwhelmed with joy if I had a Pope Francis to give me a thumbs up every day. Considering some of my friends just have Sam Winchester, I think the Pope is fine. Also, they totally had every single hobbit, life-size cutout of every single hobbit at one of their apartments. But why? <laughs> Look, I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm here saying I want a life-size cutout of the Pope, and I'm still asking why. So I'm casting some judgment here. I don't know if it belonged to them. It was just in their apartment. It hasn't been in an apartment since, so. The next one I have to show you is fantastic. It is a toaster that toasts the image of Pope Francis onto your daily morning breakfast. That looks like a demon. <laughs> what does it say on the bread? Dead inside? I don't know. Okay, so all I see is like a, a maybe a D shape and an A and a D and like an E. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like it could say dead inside. It 100% does look like a demon next to the um, heart-shaped pat of butter <laughs> next to Pope Francis. Oh, I didn't even see in the rosary. You know what? They could have made a rosary-shaped butter. They screwed up. Opportunity missed. And now, if you have little girls who love Barbies, you know what they need in their life? They need a Barbie Pope Mobile. It's not pink. Well, the Pope Mobile is definitely not pink. You know what? Most things that Barbie uses are not generally pink. But That's if true. she has them, they are pink. I, I think this one even comes with a Pope inside of it. So clearly Barbie's not getting a ride. She gets to watch as he processes by her dream house. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he doesn't need to have pink. He's, do you notice they have circular friends right on the front bumper too? <laughs> In case you weren't sure. So legit. I love it. And then next, if you don't like the Barbie Pope mobile, Maybe you can get on the Disney train because here I have for you the Pope Mobile Pope car from the movie Cars 2. Yeah, we almost bought this for Rowan. <laughs> You're sure that he would love it. He's got so many cars merchandise right now that he doesn't need anymore. We recently watched this movie and I, I don't 
100% understand why this one got hated on so much because it's all just like funny Europe humor in the background. It was it was definitely a lot better the second time through because the first time through if you're expecting something else and you get whatever it is, some kind of mater detour, yes. Although that is definitely the darkest cars movie. If you pay attention to like the body count, it is darkest man oh yeah so many so many cars die (laughs) they die so roughly too (laughs) the one is literally tortured amazing so now you can have a pope mobile with the pope car inside of it i like how it's gold and he's got his little pope hat it's fantastic it's my favorite part of the movie moving on we have the traditional pope francis bobblehead classic can't go wrong it's got his sweet smiling face and I'm looking at mine right now from this position, although mine has his glasses, and he's also riding in the Mobile. but his head does a little warble, and I love it! I do like when the bobbleheads bobble. Mm. And I mean, if you're looking for a Pope gift and you don't want to reach out into the realm of ridiculous, this is pretty safe. A bobblehead will make people smile without being too weird, but we're into the weird. Now the next one, this is actually kind of a a serious one for a minute here because I want to talk about Gamorellis. Gamorellis is the official tailor to the Pope, and they have been the official tailors to the Pope for the last six Popes. They actually have a shop in Rome. It's very, very close to the Pantheon. I mean, you've shown me pictures of like their branded dog wear, and I'm like, I don't know why you're freaking out, because I don't understand, but now it makes a little more sense. Well, I have a picture of that for you, too. If you go to the next picture down, we have the things that you can buy from them, because they do mostly exclusive tailoring for the Curia, they do the bishops, and they do the cardinals, and they do the pope, the last six popes, so... If you look in this photo, you can see they have the bishop purple socks that you can buy and the cardinal red socks. And you can buy these. They're very nice, very specifically high quality tailored socks. Um, You cannot buy the papal white ones. Those are just for Francis. How dare. The little Zucchetto here in the corner is a little bishop's hat for your dog. A cute little pink bishop's hat for your dog? It's purpley, but yes. Yeah, because you can tell that, like, the socks are definitely supposed to be a more royal, and that the green is definitely supposed to be a different shade. Absolutely. And this is a really cool thing. If you have somebody who's really into religious history or is very Catholic, this is a really cool place to go and get gifts. So when we went for our wedding, um, because we were away for our wedding, we got married without our families there. We were having a party later. Uh, My husband and I both bought a pair of cardinal red socks for our dads. They do not have lady sizes whatsoever, so I and my feet were far too small for even the smallest male size. So, alas, no cardinal socks for me. But it makes a really, really cool gift, so I recommend that one. So the next thing I have to show you is going to hit up a couple alleys of people that we know who listen to the show who are very crafty-oriented. Have a crochet pope francis that's actually done pretty well i kind of wish he was a fat amiguri but i will deal with a full-size normal looking dimensions i'm not going to lie if someone made this for me i would just squeal like crazy so you know if you're thinking it's the thought that counts and the homemade touch makes the best gifts crochet someone a pope 
that would be perfect. And the next link, if you open it, this is the one we talked about on our Pope Watch when he went to up to Ireland. We have yeah. the full life-size crochet Pope Francis that got set up for him. Now you can see it. It's uh, it's still really good. I'm impressed. It's very, it's very good. And I mean, that must have taken forever. Crochet's faster than knitting, but still would have taken a long time. And I have the skill for neither, so I'm pretty impressed. Okay, the next thing. Here we go. Pope babushkas. Ooh, okay. Russian nesting dolls that have the last one, two, three, four, five popes on them. They could have definitely done this much better. You think so? I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed that somebody did it in the first place. I'm impressed that they exist. I wanted a more traditional looking nesting doll where the head is the head shape and not just sort of weirdly painted on because he looks... Francis here looks more like Jeremy Clarkson, and that's not what I'm expecting when I see a picture of Francis. No, definitely not what you should picture with Francis, but I mean, you can easily identify that these are definitely, definitely, definitely Pope men. Mm -hmm. Like, they're very clearly exactly who they're supposed to be, so that's, I mean, it's, it's an interesting gift. You could go with it if you're into that sort of thing, so... The next two that I have to show you are two shirts that are just fantastic if you like Pope humor. The first one is a picture of Pope Francis that says the Pope is dope, so we really don't have to spend a lot of time on that one. It is what it says on the tin. Yep, and the next one is my favorite because it's a little red cardinal bird, and it says one day I'm going to be the Pope, and look at that man. <laughs> I don't think I even noticed the man until this moment, so, you know, there's that. I just thought that the shirt was so perfect. It's a really cute shirt. The next one is a design for a shirt that isn't on a shirt currently, and it's popcorn! We have the papal mitre filled with popcorn. Delicious. And so this made me think, someone in the world must have made this into an item, and so I found the popcorn balls that you could bring to your holiday party! Check those out. Oh, mm, yeah. Mm. No, thank you. I was not expecting such a strong reaction, but I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Someone just smashed melted gummies and I don't want it. No. Mm -mm. But they do look like Pope hats, so I mean, I can I condone them for their excellent shaping ability. Ooh. And I mean, if you don't want one made out of popcorn, you can open our next link and it, you can have a boys Pope slash Bishop Miter all for yourself handmade via Etsy. That is so expensive. I know. I like the red one. They would keep their constitution while on your head. They wouldn't be super heavy or on... Well, on a small child's head, which is what you need. Well, I pretty much have a small child's head. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, and then if you click on their Etsy shop, Etsy uh, shop is called Vestments for Juniors. You can buy Excellent. a full St. Lucy costume with a wreath and a gown for Holy Ween. Does it have the removable eyeballs? No. Dang. Then it's not complete. No, she's got like a platter with bagels on it. That will not go for the eyeballs. I need to see real eyeballs here. So moving on then, because I'm less than impressed now. This one is actually a, a legitimate gift again. I've thrown in a couple serious ones because, you know, maybe maybe you really are looking for something for that Pope fan in your life. So this is a piece of wall art that says, Be Not Afraid, 
and it is actually written in Pope John Paul II's handwriting. This has been scanned and then obviously reprinted. So, I mean, it's a... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so it's it's definitely a nice piece of inspirational wall art if you're really into Pope JP too. So, but the next one, again, we're getting weird because it's Pope Hat Cookie Cutters which I need in my life. Like, seriously, I want to make Pope hat cookies like you wouldn't believe. You don't even... Okay, those just look like butt plugs. Oh, no, they do, don't they? <laughs> like nesting butt plugs. I mean, I'm sure if you colored them, they would look more like Pope hats, but as is, those are nesting butt plugs. I don't want those ones anymore. <laughs> I would like Pope hat cookie cutters, but I don't want those ones. Closing that one. <laughs> and now, one of the strangest things that I found on this list. Um, it is a walnut shell miniature of Pope Francis. Oh. Because apparently people still do this as a thing. That's a weird diorama. <laughs> it's a diorama in a walnut of Pope Francis standing in a field waving at you. They make a lot of them. They got a little Neil Armstrong. So um, if you need Pope Francis or anything else, in a walnut shell in your miniature form. There you go. There's an Etsy page for that. Yeah. How many sales have they made? 39. 39 tiny walnuts sold by this individual. Now, our final gift. If you really, really would like to break out the big bucks and spoil someone and show them just how much you love them through financial compensation, you could potentially... Get a small little vial of the signature custom blended cologne that was designed specifically for Pope Benedict XVI by Silvana Casoli. So remember when you asked, what would it smell like? <laughs> if it were Benedict, it's designed to smell like the Grotto at Lourdes, which is a very holy site in France. And so she used a blend of fragrances from limewood, verbena, and grass. Now, unfortunately, you can't get exactly that version that he wears because she came up with two blends for general use in the Roman Church, the Water of Hope and the Water of Faith that you can get, but the one for Benedict is just for Benedict. It smells like grass. Cool. Well, it's supposed to smell like Lourdes, which has beautiful flowers. Well, that's what the verbena is for. Yep. Yeah. If you would like to buy this, 100 milliliters of this perfume goes for $165 US. I can make that for much, much, much less. So you can make us our signature Benedict blend for less? Fantastic. I'll make you a Benedict blend candle. Fantastic. Go do it. I'm amazed. Do it. And then, you know, if it, if it turns out and it doesn't smell super awful, well, maybe we'll put that up on our merch shop, which is coming at some point. Merch shop? Yeah. What? Okay. People want merch, right? We've had people who want coffee cups and stuff, so maybe we'll just give them a Lord-scented candle. To wrap up this episode, I'm going to just kind of give you an idea of some of the gifts that Pope Francis receives, because why not? This is an episode about Pope gifts, so let's see what kind of things he's been given. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the first espresso machine ever to be owned by a Pope, which is a Victoria Arduino Venus espresso machine, which currently retails for 9,000 euros, <clears throat> which is like 13,500 Canadian dollars uh, and 10.2 thousand dollars US. Of course, a lot of the gifts we're going to see 
this one was auctioned off for charity. So he was given this, he says thank you, and then he auctions it off for charity. He also has received a very special circular friend from President Barack Obama. It's the 206-year-old key from the home of Elizabeth Ann Seton, the first American-born person to be declared a saint in 1975. So it's, it's basically a relic circular friend. Nice. He has also received a Harley Davidson Dyna Superglide Hot Rod, <laughs> surprisingly auctioned off for charity for 300 and... That's fair. He got uh, $327,000 US and the proceeds for this went to a hostel and soup kitchen in Rome. Good, nice. He has received a cross made from steel salvaged from the Twin Towers when he visited New York in 2015. That's a dark, dark present. Yeah. But, I mean, that's somebody who would appreciate that, so, yeah. The Queen gave him a bottle of Balmoral whiskey and a collection of jams that have been made using the, the goods from her gardens. The queen has a garden. The queen makes jam. <laughs> she has, I'm sure, people who make jam from the things that she grows at. Well, god damn it. I thought she was old and could do this sort of junk without having to look at Pinterest. Maybe she is now because I we know that she's she's given up on the breeding of corgis because she feels that she's too old and could trip over them and all of those pieces. So maybe she's resorted to making jam now. Now, in return, when they had this visit and she gave him the whiskey and the jams, he gave her a lapis lazuli orb with the silver cross of Edward the Confessor, who is an English king who has been canonized as a saint from the 11th century. And this was for Prince George. So, what do you give the baby who has everything? You give him an orb. Now, I want to talk about what Trump gave him and what he gave Trump. He gave Trump the stink eye. A hundred percent. Okay, so Trump gave him, when they met, a huge gold-embossed set of books from Martin Luther King Jr. It was, it was the works of Martin Luther King Jr. It was opulent. It was heavy. It was ornate. And it's literally larger than your torso. It's this giant golden book. That is very strange. In return, Francis gave him a few sheets of paper bound with string, and it was a copy of his World Day of Peace message titled Nonviolence, a Style of Politics for Peace. And he also said, I signed it personally for you. He also included three books that he's written since he became Pope, and those books are The Joy of Love, The Joy of the Gospel, and On Care for Our Common Home, which is a 184-page document on climate change and a call for action oh my god he's just oh the amount of sass <laughs> he's like hello sir you need some guidance and like, the difference in gifts is very was very telling in those moments so it's very funny he is also received moving away from that interaction um he has received an indigenous headdress from the pataxo tribe of brazil a soccer jersey from the spanish prime minister the Lamborghini he received, the golden white one that he ended up auctioning off for charity, uh, sold for almost a million dollars, but it was not the highest earner at the auction that day because there was another Lamborghini and it was the Diablo that sold for six grand more. Uh, the Diablo beat out the Pope Mobile, 
I don't miss that irony. The literal devil <laughs> yeah. has won out for six something. Six, six, six thousand more. Well, when you put it through the, the exchange rate, maybe that's exactly what it is. Now, a couple other uh, papal gifts of interest that I found while doing the research for this pretty much all come to Benedict Sixteenth. So in 2010, Benedict received an expensive, rare white truffle. You know, you know, these horrendously expensive truffles, right? They don't taste that great. No, they don't. But they're such a big deal. And he's given this one that's worth thousands upon thousands of dollars. And he gives it to a refectory in Caritas in Italy, which provided the homeless with food, which was rice and meat topped with that truffle. So Expensive truffle for your meat. Yeah, so mm. at, at that day, the homeless ate like kings. That was a thing. He also received a 440-pound Fabergé egg of steel and rubies from Bulgaria's president. Rubies? Yeah, and on his 80th birthday, he was given 20 gallons of beer from one of the German bishops. Thank God it wasn't milk. No, no, um, Benedict loves his beer, but he did pass this gift on to his Swiss guard, so. Party in the Swiss guard. To wrap this all up, I want to answer a question that you may or may not have had during this, which is, what happens when Francis receives a gift? Because we've talked about a lot of them go to getting auctioned off for charity. So what happens to the rest? So a lot of the gifts go to the Vatican Museum and the Vatican Library and the Sacristy and the Treasury Museum. Uh, a lot of the other gifts go to the Floreria Apostolica, uh, which is a Vatican institution that is responsible for the decoration of holy places for general audiences. They basically run like a private warehouse of gifts. Um, some actually get sold to Vatican employees where the proceeds again go to charity. And then every year he puts some gifts aside for a Vatican Christmas lottery. Ooh, a lottery. Yeah, and it's only existed since Pope Francis has come in. And tickets cost 10 euros to buy. There's usually 40 prizes available, and all the proceeds for the lottery tickets go to relief efforts around Italy and the world. It's a nice little gesture. And that brings us to the end of our Christmas gift extravaganza, if you will. But not the end of the episode, because we cannot end the year without doing another Pope Watch. No, absolutely not. And this is going to be a really short Pope Watch, but we cannot ignore that on our day of recording right now, yesterday, December 17th, was Francis's birthday. Oh, you're right. It was. So our Pope is now 82 years old, and he spent his birthday with the children from the Vatican Pediatric Dispensary of Santa Maria. This is a charity for mothers and children in need from the local area. And all of the children brought him a birthday cake, and it's oh. this giant birthday cake, and it's yellow and white in the Vatican colors. There's one single candle on it, and he looks so delighted about it, and he joked that he hopes that such a big cake didn't give him indigestion. Oh, precious. He let the dispensary dispense him several children to hang out with for the day. They did, and he enjoyed every moment of it. We are going to basically end this Pope Watch with a Felice Compliano, which is happy birthday, and tanti auguri for many, many more to come to Papa Francesco. So 
that brings us to the end. So if you're listening to this before Christmas, if we get it out in time, Merry Christmas. If you are listening after, we hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you got some good presents. Yeah. If you end up with anything popey, let us know. (laughs) I have a feeling I might. (laughs) I shouldn't. No. Unless you make me pope candles, because then you're, you know, you're in on it, so. Yeah, I might make you pope candles, but not for Christmas. No, it's too soon. The wax wouldn't even get to me in time. Goodness, yeah, that's true. That's a long journey back to me anyways. So with that, we say thank you again for listening to us for what we've existed in this year, and uh, we'll see you in 2019. Will we? Yes. Yes, we will. Oh my god, we're already recording episodes for then. I know, <laughs> Don't I know, see I them know. with doubt. <laughs> no, for real. Goodbye. Goodbye.